The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And I hear a little bit of something in the background. There we go. Now I don't. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, everyone. I have some sort of a, um, I don't know what it is, cold flu virus, but it's in my chest, and all I do is cough, and my voice has gotten very much like uh, Tallulah Bankhead. Hello. If you know who Tallulah Bankhead is, fabulous actress from the 1940s. I don't know. I, I, I know who the name is, but I don't really know who she is. How could you not know who Tallulah Bankhead is and be in the business? She was like one of the biggest stars. You got to like love it. Tallulah Bankhead was, anyway, look her up, kids, on your... So let's say hi to everybody before we get going and rocking and rolling. Ron's got a little cold, everybody. It's not a cold. I don't know what it is. I have to go to the doctor. It's. I feel fine. It's just that I, I have influ- uh, f- f- fluids in my, I guess, lungs, and I keep coughing and coughing. So we want to say wait, hi, wait, though. I'm finished. Okay. We, had, we had Hope on. Uh, Hope came to our party last week, uh, Hope Diamond, and she's that great singer, the jazz singer. And I found out last week that she had a burning throat and nose. So I think I caught it from her. So now I'm not kissing anybody hello and goodbye anymore. I'm going to do this with the knuckles. Because when you start kissing everybody hello and goodbye and you meet like 100 people in a month, you're bound to catch something. There you go. So we want to say hi to the team. We'll start off with our Florida team. We've got the fabulous Danielle. Hello, Danielle. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh, that's very sexy. That was like good. Very good, Danielle. I like that one, too. Talk that way when you go on a date, you'll get laid. <laughs> I love it. Then, we, then we've got our Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're doing English today, Jim. Our Pennsylvania crew. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Hey, guys. Doing fabulous. Thanks. Good you got to like, love it. How's your weather? Is the snow gone? Yeah, it's just freezing now. Oh, cold, but the snow is gone. We're like 80. It's nice. <laughs> don't be, don't rub it in. Don't be bitchy. 
and rub it in. Okay. You know, I never liked that. When I lived no back east and people in California or Florida would say, oh, the weather's beautiful. We're in a pool. And meanwhile, I was out there scraping shit off the windshield of my car, freezing to death. Not nice. You guys are actually warmer than we are here in Florida. Yeah, there well, you go. Florida stinks. So, you know. I gotta Florida's, love it. Florida's okay if you're old and in a wheelchair. But if you're young at heart, Florida's not the place. Oops, I keep losing my things. That's okay. So let's Florida's say hi good to... for young people. Young people love Florida. Let's say hi to everybody. First of all, we got a chat room full of people, so hello, hello. We've got, uh, we want to say hi to Eileen. Ron's got his Eileen Michael Kors watch that she brought him when she came on. Yeah, but I'm not friends with her anymore. <laughs> yeah. Then we got we have Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show there. We have Michaela Singleton in the chat room. Hello, Michaela. We have um, uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Uh, Illy from Estonia is in the chat room. D is in the chat room. Uh, I'm going back as far as I can, and I don't see it all. I, I know B. Claudio will be coming. Oh, Raymond Brightfield from the band World Five, who uh, uh, the lead singer of World Five is going to be our first guest today. He's in the chat room. So what's up, everybody in the chat room? We want to thank everybody. Is, is Meg in the chat room? No, I don't see her in the chat room yet. Because I want to tell her. I'm going to call my, my boy. You're going to tell her that you're going to call her? Yeah, I have to call Meg. It's been a long time. You gotta like love it. Um, so anyway, here's what we got going on, you guys. So we got two guests today. We have Lou Evans. He's the new lead singer for World Five. We've had them on a bunch of times, but never with Lou. He's going to be calling in a little while, and then we're going to have uh, Scott Page, who's uh, from Aerosmith. I mean, uh, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Pink Floyd. I knew that. How come he just found it out so long know. in life? I'm like such an idiot. I knew that the minute I met you. I know. And it took you all these years. I know. To I took me all out. these years to figure out. I don't know what it is. I'm like trying to watch everything that's going on, and, and I'm having problems. But we have Scott Page coming on, and we're going to talk about his music career and his new thing that he's got called Think Experience. It's really cool. It's a big, cool concert series, and uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun. In the meantime, we got about ten minutes that Ron's going to tell us talk about something. What are we going to talk about today? We didn't do that we're much. We're going to talk week. about this ugly shirt I have on it. Okay. It's a Jimmy Star shirt. I look like an old woman. I, do I not look like a woman? Watch. If I had lipstick, I could look like an old woman in this top. This is an old woman shirt. This shirt, Jimmy, is not a best one of yours. Oh, well. It's got all people and stuff. It's got stars and rock and but, roll but the, stuff. The and... style, the style, the little, the little round neck and the little sleeves. Not, not for me. Anyway, if anybody out there is curious as to why I no longer like Eileen Shapiro. Uh-oh. Because she left me. She, she absolutely said goodbye, got on the plane and left me. After one glorious week of having her at breakfast every morning. So there you go, Eileen. You're yesterday. I'm over you. Forget about it. No more. Bye-bye. Bon voyage. <laughs> yeah, right. She's in the chat room, too. And she actually uh, she actually did The only it. way she could get me to love her again is to come back. If you come back to Palm Springs, I promise I will love you again. She did, a, she did an interview today with Niall Rogers. Who's Niall Rogers? A way famous like musician. I know nothing about music. I know Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee, period. That's it. After Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee, I know nothing about music. I know Pink Floyd because I used to like them when I was in my hippie era. You know, when I was a, a, a Gucci hippie. 
I was the only one that was a hippie that had goopy apple appleettes on my shirt. Gucci, and, Gucci. Go, what did I say? Goopy. Well, goopy, Gucci, same <laughs> shit. I mean, you know, you had to be a little goopy to wear Gucci. I mean, really. All those labels are so pretentious and crappy. I hate labels. When I see people all dolled up at LV and Gucci and uh, Dolce, I think they haven't any money. Then I see some rag picker walking down the street and he gets into a chauffeur-driven uh, Rolls Royce. So people with money, yeah. it's true, people with money don't advertise it. They have it. They're confident. They say, I'm rich, fuck you. I don't need to show you. But people who want to look rich, they do all the emblems and all the, the labels. And you're supposed to think they're rich. Not. Because my friends in Boca, all the Jewish women that didn't do anything, they didn't even know where the kitchen was, had servants, maids, or housekeepers. And when the Gucci bag got old, they gave them to the housekeepers. So early in the morning when you went past the bus stops, you'd see all the uh, housekeepers waiting for the bus, and they all had Gucci bags. So also, that's funny though. No, it's not. You weren't even listening. Yes, I was. You're a liar. I'm not you're, lying. You weren't. You never listen. I me. always listen, but I've got lots of things no, going you on. Never One thing we to forgot you to tell. Never, never. I listen always to listen. Me. I want a divorce, Brandy. Anyway, on. listen, everybody. Tomorrow, up. Brandy. Listen. No, no, I'm divorcing no, you. On the air. Do you want people to know how to watch us? I don't really care. Well, I do. So because who wants to watch you? That, okay. They all want to see me. Oh, so I, I forgot to tell everybody. Listen, if you guys go to YouTube, plug in, uh, just type in on YouTube, Talk Four TV. It'll show up, and you can see us live right now. And everybody in the world can see us on the live stream. I tweeted it out to everybody, so that's really cool. And everybody should be enjoying us. And uh, the video will also be going up on our different shows. And we're putting the link in the chat room uh, for you guys to click, and you can see it. Um, user NBAUAs. I don't know who that is, but hello, hello. About time you're putting a link so they could come directly in. Do you know how many people say to me, "How do I get your show?" Well, I posted it on Facebook and I posted it on Twitter, so hopefully everybody's checking it out. And now, if you have you have no excuse to say to me, "How do I see you on the show, Ron?" You're so full of shit. It's so easy to find us. It just takes a little effort. You little people out there, how dare you? Mm. Oh, well, I don't know who user NBAUAS is, whoever it is, but hello, hello. I hate this shirt. I'm going to go change it. <laughs> no, when somebody, when music comes on, I hate, I look like an old broad. This looks like an old house dress. Well, you know what it looks like when you go in the hospital, those nurses, they have those little cute tops on. This is probably the ugliest shirt you ever made. I like it. That's goddess. And Dean's in the chat oh, room. Hey, oh, Dean. And, oh, oh. And that's goddess. Goddess, goddess. Where were you? Where the hell were you? I was so worried about you. What's going on, goddess? You're not yourself. You're not yourself. We miss you, goddess. Are you okay health-wise? Otherwise, I don't give a shit. But I hope you are healthy. That bothers me. If, if you're not healthy, let me know. I'll send energy. Yes. We love you, goddess, my little chickadee. Absolutely. She's so, she's so sweet, but she has not been with us for a long time. I think goddess is going through something. They say the shirt's not ugly. I, you have this, look at me, what I look like with this round neck thing. Oh, I need you just don't like round neck, I though. You tits. don't wear a lot of round See, necks. Look, if I had tits, look, I'm a chick. See? you got to, like, love it. No, it's a girl's blouse or something. I don't give it to Eileen, it's very baggy, Eileen. So your little 34 B. Goddess says she loves you guys, too. Wait, your 34 B's will fit in it. <clears throat> it's a 34 B. It's, that's little. That's I'm being cute ass. Okay, because like her, she's like a forty-eight, fifty D. No, she's a forty. <laughs> she's a forty-four triple D. She has to have a bra specially made by a parachute company. She says she loves it. <laughs> then I'm gonna give it to you, okay, honey? I'm gonna <laughs> give you this shirt. You'll love it. Actually, Look, she will like it. It's got rock and roll stuff all and over it. There's plenty of room for those knockers, of course. 
you got to, like, love it. Oh, I just heard the echo again. D, I think that's on your side. Whatever. So I, I'm going to send you. I, I'll bring you the shirt when we come. Yes, when we see you, we'll bring it. I, I won't wear it anymore, so I won't smell it up. So anyway, one more time, everybody. Go to YouTube. Click Talk4TV. Uh, all you have to do is type it in. You can see us live. Next week, it'll be on the site. It's very cool to have the link to send it out. It really is cool so everybody can watch us. Um, we're going to call our first guest in a few minutes. But before we do, let's do a little advertisements for us in this show. Since we didn't we didn't go anywhere this weekend to tell anybody anything fun, right? We had a, like a of kind of Of course we did. We went to Chris Bennett's house for dinner. Oh, that was Monday. And we had a wonderful evening. Chris played on the piano and sang. Oh, I Saturday, sang. yes. Uh, Garrick sang, I sang, we all sang. And she owns Loretta Young's house, the legendary movie star. Excuse me. And it's a beautiful house. It has an 80-foot round living room. With a round ceiling and all in glass overlooking the pool. Really and truly a movie star's home. And the food was delicious. Uh, Chris's lover, Dino, prepared shish kebab like in his country. Where does he come from? I'm not sure, but the food was excellent. It comes from like chicken, beef, shrimp. It was awesome. I hated it because I don't eat meat. So, you know, the shrimp, I don't eat fish. And the beef and chicken on a skewer... With a little pepper. I mean, he's all, it was all meat. With a little, I loved it. It was my yeah. favorite meal I've ever had. <laughs> I know that because you're going to die one day from cholesterol, so get used to it. My cholesterol's not high. Oh, no we want to say RIP and rest in peace to, to Luke Perry, too. He was one of my favorite actors of the 80s and 90s. Never, never met him. I never met him either, but I always liked him, and I have his action figures. So, uh, and I, I'm a big fan of Riverdale. I was a huge fan of Beverly Hills 90210, so we want to say rest in peace him. And also, well, uh, his doll's going to go up triple in value. I know. I have to find it. Well, amongst all that crap you got in the office, I mean, Jimmy's got a room. One day we're going to photo. Well, we really shouldn't photograph it because that'll encourage thieves. <laughs> but, you know, well, that's what you do. I mean, uh, Joshua Gabor used to show off all her jewelry. She would be on television with a 40-carat ring and a dead bracelet. And then she wondered why she got mugged. I mean, you know, same thing with Liberace. Liberace walked around strewn in diamonds and whatever. And then he wondered why he had to have security because people made attempts on robbing him. Me, you can rob. All you get is this wristwatch that Eileen Shapiro gave me. And I don't know what it's worth, but it's a beautiful wristwatch. There you go. Whose is it? That's Michael Kors. I got one too, but I have to get a link taken out of mine. Mine's pink. Yeah, like like a pinkish gold. I love it. His is a fairy watch. She gave me the man's watch. I love it. Anyway, I have it on now, and I love it. So that's a nice. What am I talking about? I got lost. I don't know, but we're gonna. I'm gonna do a quick thing. All right, everybody. We want to first of all thank everybody for tuning in, and uh, we're working out all our technical stuff, and it's getting better every week. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank our team. Um, You can hear us every week from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY Radio, our home station, and. uh, we, we love it. We're happy to be here. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A. We're on Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Podomatic, Podbeam, Audioboom, Apple TV, Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, Comcast On Demand, and very soon we'll be on the Dish Network. Um, so we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Uh, our ratings have been really good. We appreciate all your support. And, and getting back to the... Uh proposal that we got to leave this network and go to a major network i declined and jimmy declined so we're not leaving w4c we love it here to go to bigger places um here's what i figured out we 
if we get rid of W4CY and we go to the big network, and if we're not good at the big network, they kick us out, we have nothing. So it's better to have what you have than, that to we love. To, than to try to go and get better. Sometimes it's best to be, you know, who we are. So we're staying. But that doesn't Plus mean... we get to say after. I'm not finished. <laughs> we this get to say words. I'm pushing this microphone I know, but we each, get to say things here we can't say anywhere else. I see your nostrils. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting the phone up your nostrils. Oh, I can't. Brandy, Brandy, pack. Tomorrow we go look for an apartment. Oh, Brandy's my dog. Anyway, the shirt's disgusting. I got I can't wait to get it off. Ugh. Anyway, um, you can go change. We're gonna call no, against you, you, you have four you minutes. You made me forget what I was gonna say, and it was very important about us. Oh yes. So if you don't want to lose us on W4CY, we need sponsors because I'm poor and I work for free every week for the last seven, eight years. I've been working for free every single week. I do this for you guys out there for free. Would you do it for me for free? Nick's nay. I doubt it. Eileen Shapiro would do nothing for me for free. She wouldn't even come to visit me, the little yeah, bitch. Right. She, she left me and kissed me goodbye with a big hug, those big tits, right? Oh, I love you, Ron. I love you, Ron. Meanwhile, she got on the plane and she went to New York and she doesn't really care about me because if she really cared about me and my friendship, she'd still be here. So there, Eileen Shapiro. And we do need wait, sponsors. Wait, wait, not finished. May your nipples drip milk for the next two years. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Evil and bitchy. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song, you guys. So our our next guest that we're going to call right now, his name is Lou Evans. He's from the band World 5, and um, they have a brand new single coming out this week. The name of the song is BU, which we're going to play for everybody while we're calling him. Um, just to let everybody know, the reason that we play these songs before the people come on is because on lots of the television stations that we're on, uh, we can't play the music during the interview because we edit it out. Um, so we're playing it ahead of time. Everybody will know what we're talking about when he comes on. Uh, the name of the song is BU. It's coming out, I believe, on Friday. The name of the band is World 5. We're getting ready to call the singer Lou Evans. Uh, you guys ready to, to rock and roll to call him in to play the song, D and Scott? Yes. All right. So here we go, everybody. To Check it out. World 5. This is like the world premiere. The name of the song is BU. Enjoy, and we'll be back with Lou Evans. BU by World 5, and I didn't even know there was a video link for it, so we're just going to play the MP3. Actually, how do you do that, Scott? You can't play anything? Just put a picture of him up or something. Can you? What can you do, Scott? Uh, well, I can put up a oh, song. We have a play screen. Yeah, I... Let me see what I can figure out here. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, for the radio version, we've got the song going. We're going to play the song. Um, actually, actually... Uh, Oh, hey, hey, Ray, send me the video for that. Ray, send me an email with that video link, and I'll forward it to him, and we'll wait. Uh-oh, Ron changed quick. Oh, oh. Ron changed quick. Um, I'm in show business 58 years. How come I don't hear myself? Cause I'm not the name good. of the band is, hey, Jimmy, what's the name of the band again? World 5, W-O-R-L-D with a 5 at the end of it. And the name of the song is B-U, and, and in the chat room there's a video link. Um, for it, so I think that we can play that. Gotcha. All right, I'm working on did you, it. Did you, okay, see what you can do, and we'll find that, and then we'll get rocking and rolling. I'll with have it shortly. Thing. Hold on. Yep. No problem. We're good. We're good. Everybody in the chat room is used to us. What's up, chat room? Now Ron's got sunglasses on. <laughs> You're looking good, looking good, looking good. I think that's hilarious. Ron, you look fabulous now. So now, now, why did you pick this shirt out of all the shirts in your closet? 
Are we on the air? Yes. Because it's not yours. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> I have so many of Jimmy Starr's shirts that are really beautiful. Why he made that dog, I will never know. Why did you make that ugly shirt? Because I like it. It's an ugly shirt. This is nice. This is not a Jimmy Starr. This is a, a Dolce & Gabbana or some of the shit. I don't know who this is. Some big fancy schmancy designer. Okay. You got to like love oh, it. Here we are. Oh, the hair. Look. Make it sexy over one eye. Look at Ray, can you email me that real quick in an email? Because I can't get it off of Facebook to send to him. I need to email it. There you go. All right, everybody. So we're getting ready to rock and roll. So we'll talk about Ron for a You're second. You're squeezing me. Get off me. I can't help it. I got to have room. Look, I got to have room. Fatso, go over to the left. No, I can't. I'm, I'm stuck by the computer. Oh, Mimo, look at the belly on me. I really have balls going on television with this belly. I should wear a corset. <laughs> No, I really, I think I'm seriously thinking of getting a corset to pull my gut in. See, I put my hair over my sunglasses because we have rock and roll people coming on, and I want to look real cool, man. You know, like I'm saying, cool, buddy. Whoa, am I cool? Yeah, I'm so cool. I'm so cool, cooler, 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 cooler. In Italian means yes. Yeah, fine, and you've got your you've got your State Farm uh, LGBT glasses. Yes, on. and the reason why I wear the State farm glasses is because they gave millions and millions of dollars to AIDS and I'm advertising State Farm because they're AIDS friendly. They, they the sponsored outfit. the gay pride parade in New York City. So that's why I wear them. Some queen once she said to me, why are you wearing those sunglasses? They're like giveaways. And I said, that's right, honey. You wear your Dolce and Gabbana. Make them rich. They don't give us a penny. This insurance company gave millions. So there. Do I look cool? Hey, man. Hey, man, what's happening, buddy? What kind of music you got? I like your music. Yeah, man, it's good music. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look at you. Whoa, man. I like that Pink Floyd. You know, they played that, that song. What was it? The Emperor's Waltz. It was really a cool, cool song, baby. Come on, man. Pass me the weed. I need to get high. Um, I love the outfit, the shirt, Ron, and looks very good. And the, and the stomach popping through. Look at that. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> the, the big belly. I got a button. That button's gonna pop right off and smash the camera lens. Oh my god! No, it's I'm not. so fat. I'm so fat. You I'm look, getting fat. You look so dapper, Ron. I love it. I'm, I want to look cool, not dapper. I want to look like a. So I put my little, my little uh, sailing boat shirt on with my little epaulets. I look like Captain Seymour. See more, see less, but see me. <laughs> there you go. What are you going to do? I love it. We have, look at the buttons pulling on this one, too. I'm a mess today. That's okay. Look at the, I look like a potato sack. No, you I, don't. I even have big tits like Eileen. Look at my tits. I got big tits for a man. <laughs> oh, my God. I need a bra. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Hey, hey, what are we going to do, Jimmy Starr? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I feel like Ron changed shirts and he changed personalities. Now he's got all this energy and he's like, I'm ready for my... I was looking at myself looking like an old broad in a house dress. It looked like an old lady's house dress. Maybe when when Eileen gets it and puts those 44 double triple D's in it, it might look sexy and hot. But on me, it looked like a baggy old lady's house dress. What are you doing, Jimmy? Texting while you're on the phone? Yes. Yes. That's rude. I, I don't the they don't have the song. I'm trying to get it so we can play the song. Who doesn't have the huh? song? The station. Why don't they have huh? the song? Because I fucked something up, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. 
I hate this show. I really am leaving it. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go on I Love Lucy. I have the MP3. I know. I'm sending it to Scott right now because okay. uh, the, the video can't be downloaded. Uh, hang on one sec. So, so, Scott, here's the MP3. I'm sending it to you now. I'm definitely going on the I Love Lucy show. Okay. Oh, can I come with you? I love I Love Lucy. Well, we have to resurrect her. We have to dig up her grave and embalm her and stuff her and make her mechanical. In other words, put all gears in there and stuff, make her a robot. And then we can have the... Look at my shoe. Isn't that a cute shoe? It's Look at darling. I love it. I like the color. Nobody wears shoes that color, right? <laughs> yes, they do. You I, do. I'm, I do. I'm actually I'm, wearing, I'm wearing boots Let's, that are the same color. Listen, you old maid. <laughs> She's wearing boots out of the same color. <laughs> what did she say? She said she's wearing boots in the same color. See that? But see, you're a girl. My a God. woman. You're, you're a sensuous woman. I put these shoes on because I was wearing that fairy house dress. <laughs> it, was a, it was really a fairy house dress. I could see some old queen in it dusting with a poodle next to her. Come on, Beulah, let's dust. It was, it was her moo-moo. That's what it looked like, a muumu. It was big like a muumu. What size did you make that shirt? What, the one that I made before? That's an extra large. You're not an extra large. Oh, no wonder it looked like a teepee. I felt like I was in a teepee. I love how Look at my beautiful watch that that bitch gave me, Eileen, that phony, phony, phony friend. I love you, Ron. I love you. I'm going to miss you. She got on the airplane. I can't stand her anymore. Can I just say I love how you're sitting right now, Ron? You just look like you're a king on his throne. Mm, how about a queen on his throne? Oh, if that's what you like, honey, <laughs> go on. That nah, king is good. I like king. No, the queen works better, though. No, for you, not but for But you me, got honey. your hair. You really do look like a rock star, and you look like the guy they always say you look like, the guy from... Uh, the talking heads. The talking heads guy, yeah. Yeah. I think you look like the, the talking heads guy. And also, they used to think I look like the one of the Beatles. I forgot which one. When I was younger, John Lennon. I look nothing like John Lennon. But people see things differently. Some people say Tony Curtis. I was approached by some man when I was sitting down with Jimmy at a function, and he came over. He said, oh, my God, you look just like Cary Grant. Then I got excited. When he said Cary Grant, I wanted to kiss him. Oh, my, that's a compliment to look like Cary Grant Woo! or Tony Curtis. But anyway, I like looking like Ron, me. Absolutely. <clears throat> Why are you on that telephone still? Because we're having a problem, and I'm trying to fix it. Do you not, not comprehend that? What's the problem? Huh? They don't have the song. How can we play the song for the guy if they didn't have the song? I could sing it. Okay, go ahead. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called B.U., and I don't know why okay. the email's not going okay, through. Okay, here we go. I'm going to sing it. P.U. No, B.U., B.U. Yeah, P.U., use deodorant, take a bath, wash your ass because it smells. P.U., you stinking little fairy fairy boy. P.U., that's a hit song. I got news for you. Ron, you're doing great. I hate to interrupt you, but uh, I've got the MP3, so uh, we can get ready to introduce the guest as we should have been able to do a little while ago. All right, so you got the MP3 in the, in the picture, so we're going to rock and roll. How's that? Correct. So you and Dee just got to get it together. How do you want me to do it? Do you want me to introduce it, and then you guys just hit play at the same time? Yep, introduce it and say, hey, this is BU, and as soon as you say that, We'll click play, and we're rock and roll. I'm going to say BU by World 5. All right, everybody, we're getting ready to call our guest, finally. And uh, this is their brand-new single coming out on Friday. It's called we BU. BU. <laughs> it's called BU by World 5. Enjoy BU. it. BU.
Everybody, that was BU by World 5, and now we have the lead singer of World 5 on the air right now, Mr. Lou Evans. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on the song. Uh, I actually like love it. I think they did a great job in picking you out for a new lead singer because I think the music's awesome. Let me introduce you to everybody before we get started, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Yes, yes, yes. 
thank you. Beautiful lyrics, beautiful music, beautiful voice. It's about time we go back to what is called music. I love that song. I really, it's got a great beat. I can dance to it. I can wiggle to it. And I can get happy from it. It's really good. And your voice is fabulous. Very reminiscent of Motown. What do you think of Motown? <clears throat> Motown's one of my favorite, one of my bigger influences. That's why you sound like I love Motown too. I'm I'm back. To, I'm, I was with Motown when Mary Wells was the first one to make it happen. You know, she was the 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 founding lady of of Motown. Do you know who Mary Wells was? I I don't I don't know Look, who Mary Wells was. Get, I would love to know. Pull her up on your phone and listen to, hey, you'd better wake up, yeah, before we break up and you lose me. Look to oh. me, the one who yeah. really loves you. You know That's the songs Mary you just Wells. didn't know it was Mary That's Wells. That's Mary Wells. And she made she made Motown happen. And you got that Motown sound. So I like your music. Jimmy, put it in my car. Absolutely. That's like our Academy Award. If he yeah. says put it in my car, it means it's really yeah. good. Some some people come on here. I say do not put it in my car because I'll crash into a tree to kill myself from listening to that crappy music. So hold but on. Your Here's music, your, mu your music is good. I, do you have an album? Not yet. I do. I, well, no, I he do does himself. What, 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 what's five? We're working on it right now. So when you have an album, send me one. Okay, I want to. I want to play it. Absolutely. Actually, here's hey, we should differentiate you guys. So first of all, Lou, who we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things he's done in his, his career because he's had an amazing career. Um, to find out about World 5, you go to world5music.com. And to find out about Lou as a singer because he also has his own solo stuff, you go to louevans.net. And, uh, and you can see stuff. He's got a great music video he did not, a couple years ago that's really good on YouTube. And if you Google him, you find out all kinds of things like... Number one, he used to be a professional baseball player, and I'm from Florida. I'm actually from Fort Lauderdale. I was born in Miami, and he was actually a baseball player for the Mo Florida Marlins minor league from 2001 to 2005. You know, I'm gay, so like I didn't really watch baseball, but the fact that you were there and like I w I'm from Florida, I thought that was pretty cool. So, so how did you like playing baseball? Were you like a college baseball player, and then you went to to uh, play in the ma in the minors? Yeah, yeah. So how that went was. Um, <clears throat> Well, I had about 18 innings of college experience. They um, they took me because um, I was tall, left-handed, and I threw hard. Threw, well, fairly hard, I guess I could say. I threw pretty well. And so, um, yeah, they plucked me really quick. I was very, very lucky, I think. Um, I, I got noticed in an amateur league playing. Um, it's called Men's Adult Baseball League. And I did very, very well in that league when I was young. Um, and they, yeah, I was playing against guys that were, you know, older me and more experienced, and I was doing really well. And... Um, then I played against a guy that was um, an ex-pro ball player and also a scouting consultant to the Braves. And um, he invited me out to a, a little pre-draft workout for um, one of the main area scouts for the Braves for Northern California, Nevada, and Hawaii. And I threw well in front of him. Um, and then he came up to me and said, so what would it take to sign you? And I was really naive. And I said, oh, not much. Oh. <laughs> then he knew he had me, you know. And That's so, so funny. Yeah, but that but, was a, that was a smart comment because if you had asked for more, you wouldn't have gotten it. They liked the fact that you said not much. They want everything for nothing. You know. Actually, that. actually when I was right. a little kid, I threw out the ball at a bunch of the first ball. You know how they threw out the first game ball at, at a bunch of Braves games just because my dad knew yeah, people he, and I met he, Hank Aaron. He was the first fairy, oh, wow. the, the first I, fairy ever to throw. Uh, a ball I used to. I met Hank Aaron and like all kinds of cool people. It was really cool. I liked yeah. it. So then, were you a singer then? Also, I've always been a singer. I've okay. always been a singer as far back as I could remember being, you know, and so, um, I'll progress from there. 
I ended up joining because that same guy who invited me out was also a, an assistant coach at San Jose City College. And so I joined that team uh, a little bit later and um, progressed from being an, um, a relief pitcher into a starter toward the end of the season. And uh, scouts started coming out and watching me, and it all happened really fast within a span of like six, seven months. And then before you know it, um, draft day comes. I have an agent and all this cool stuff. And um, yeah, I get plucked. I get plucked. Well, an, an agent round. is cool stuff. Yes. Most, yeah. most people hate their agents. And that's sports, though. You got to think that's different. Oh, in Hollywood, everybody hates their agent because their agent doesn't give them Academy Award winning parts in movies. <laughs> I have so many. Big, I know a lot of the big stars of today, you know, the big shots, the big names. And they all say the same thing. Oh, I could have won the Academy Award if my agent would have gotten me that part. And I think to myself, yeah, right. Keep doing the drugs, baby. So then you were on. Then you were on American Idol season four. Which who won season four? Is that like a yeah, Fantasia? Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood won. Okay, yeah. so so you're on American Idol, which gives you great exposure as a singer. You know, if, uh, and you get all kinds of news write-ups from being like going from like a professional baseball player to like a singer on American Idol. Because like I googled you, and there's all kinds did, of stuff you, about you. Did you win? No, he didn't win. Carry on. No, no, no. So, okay, I want to be you know real about this one. So, yeah, I did. I made it to American Idol. I made it to Hollywood, um, and that was a really great experience. Um, to be completely honest with you, I got maybe a combined five, ten seconds of like national exposure. You know, because they cut out. I thought I was a pretty cool story because I, I was their first you know pro ball player and. Um, they, you know, made this whole thing before I even tried out in front of Randy, Paula and Simon and Brandy was the guest judge at the time. Um, they brought all their camera crew and people to my house, to my sister's place where I was um, where I was at and interviewed my family and then uh, followed me to the college I got drafted out of, uh, took all this footage of me throwing and and interviewed my college coaches. And this is before, like I said, I ever, inter you know, uh, interviewed in front of them. So I go. um to do the audition the next day and i did well i felt i did pretty well um then they yeah hey congratulations you're going to hollywood cool went to hollywood um really cool experience that's a story in itself <laughs> um but yeah they um i got cut uh, because what happened was <laughs> i had a whole thing i had to choose from i think it was 15 songs or 12 to 15 songs i had to choose two to perform and it was at the orpheum theater in downtown la and um, of those uh, uh, 12 to 15, I chose two, and it was The Letter by the Box Tops and Crazy Little Thing Called Love, my Queen. And I learned them, I brought my guitar, had it all down, ready to go. And what you were supposed to say in front of the, the judges is um, who you are, where you're from, and why you are the next American Idol. And my mind went blank. <laughs> I was in front of him. I said, hi, I'm Lou Evans. I'm from Milpitas, California, and I'm the next American Idol because uh, I, I like singing. And uh, <laughs> You kind of blew that one. Oh, darn. Yeah, completely. Went. And then the music comes on, sang awesome. I felt like I sang great the first song. And then the second song comes on, which was Crazy Little Thing Called Love. And uh, I had it down. I was doing really great. And then the second verse comes around, you know, and this thing called love. It cries in the cradle all night. You know, all that part? Yeah, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of, instead of, it swings, it jives, shakes all over like a jellyfish, I kind of like it. No, I was like, it sings, it jives. 
then Simon's like, uh, okay, that's enough. I'm like, okay, damn. So then, you know, we go back and one of the guys who was actually the top two, uh, Bo Bice. Yes. Um, he was in our group of 10 that was supposed to go up. Um, and I go up to him, little backstory, before we all go out, our group of 10. And I tell him, I said, because uh, he was sitting on the side, like by the steps, like with his hand there. I'm like, he's like nervous. I said, hey, how's it going, man? And it's the first time I met him. He goes, oh, man, I, you know, I don't know if I can do this. You know, this is, uh, this is, this is crazy. I've never done it. I'm like, well, and I'm building him up. I'm totally inspiring him. I'm like, dude, obviously you're here for a reason. You know, you did something right to get here. He's so great. Hold that, you know, keep that with you. Know that you're, you're damn, you know, whatever I said, it, you know, then he gets up and crushes it. He did awesome. So proud. I was like, wow. And then everybody in my group did, did outstanding. And then I go, uh, um, I was the first one to go up though from that group. Of Which 10, makes it the worst. I did that. And so, and so, yeah, um, I got cut then. And, uh, that was kind of like, ah, you know, it, it definitely, it stung. Um, and then they came up to me and, uh, after and said, Hey, what happened? You know, it looks like you kind of, you know, you, you misstepped her there or something or off the mark. I said, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I made a mistake. And then they said, so what are you going to do now? I'm like, well, go back to playing baseball. And then coincidentally, I don't say coincidentally, um, but you know, maybe a few months later, it was in June of 2005 is when I decided to hang, hang it up. So months later, I decided to just pursue my music career. I love it, though. Nerves can do that. I know a lot of big shots that uh, perform. Uh, Joan Crawford, you know who Joan Crawford was? Mm -hmm. Terrified of live audiences. Joan Crawford, the legendary actress that made 148 movies, terrified of an audience. She would go in front of an audience and not have anything to say. So she would drink a bottle of vodka in her Pepsi-Cola bottle and maybe get out there and mumble some drunken stuff. A lot of stars. Glenn Ford, who I knew very well, you know who Glenn Ford is, mm -hmm. the actor, shy as hell. In person, he would talk, yup, mm, uh, yup, yup, yup. On screen, he was wonderful. Terrified of audience and people. So there are so, I mean, look at, uh, who, who do we know that's good friends with now who's terrified of an audience who I'm working with? She's she she has a breakdown when she has to go live and she's fabulous. Is it I forgot it was somebody big. Linda, I think, or one of our big shot movie, uh, singing fans. And I told her, just go out there and make believe you're singing for your family. Yeah. See, and for just, me, that's just, harder. Just no, no. Just I mean, look. When I'm on, I've been on stage for 45 years working in comedy stand-up, and I went out there. The audience to me was my all my friends. I never had stage fright or screwed up nervously because I used to say to myself, "People pay to see me," mm. and that's what you should have thought. Think mm -hmm. of this: people pay to see me. I owe them. Mm. You know, I owe them. So that's what you have yeah. to do. People paid to see me, and now I owe them. Well, so also, though, that's, thir that's 13 <clears throat> years ago. So now you've put out a, a solo album. Now you're with World 5. I want to like make sure we're talking about World 5, too. Um, and you're not shy with us, so I think you've overcome your shyness. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. first of all, we want to give a shout-out to everybody in World 5. Raymond's in the, uh, in the chat room. We have Raymond Brightfield. I don't know how to pronounce everybody's name. Stefan Gores? Gores? 
Gore, something like that. Joe Gavito, I know that one. Jimmy Olsen and Lou Evans, you guys. Um, we've had uh, uh, several different times we've had World 5 on, this, on the uh, show with uh, um, two other lead singers that they've had. Um, I actually think that you're the best one. Uh, like I think shouldn't that, say that. that. Why not? I think they're all been fantastic. Because, no, I think they're all fantastic, or we wouldn't have had them on the show in the first place. Yeah, but if somebody out there said they like me better than you on this show, you'd hang yourself. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Lots of people like you better. They all do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's a matter of like uh, the vocal styles of all the singers have been a little bit different. I think that you you have kind of like a Motown song. Like I could actually I love your voice. I can I hear the song. I can hear yeah. that new song on the radio. Like right now, people singing along to it. It's very singalongable. It's very friendly. No, um, you know I, what it is. It's classic. When you do classic work, it's there's no time on classic. You know that. And yeah. that music that music has survived four or five generations of people. Three oh, yeah. generations at least. And it keeps popping back up. Yeah. And it's great. I mean it's good for me. I'm seventy eight years old, so I've been around music a lot of years. Yeah. And I've been around music a lot of years, many decades of, from from nineteen forty Frank Sinatra to today. And your sound will live forever. It's not a dated sound like some of like rap now rap i understand is going out thank god uh well, he's gonna you know, say you know, something go you know, i should tell you you know that that means a lot and i'll tell you one of the reasons why is because um so my mom and dad were um 34 years apart biological mom, mom and dad so when i was born my my mom was 24 and my dad was 58 and two different um, generations of music I would listen to. So from a really, really young age, um, when I'd hang out with my dad, um, whether we'd be driving to, you know, do whatever we were doing, when we were in the car, we would listen to an AM radio station in, in the Bay Area. It was called Magic 61. And he used to play the classics that he loved, everything from Bing Crosby to the Andrews Sisters to, um, I mean, you name it, Perry Como. Um, Dean Martin, any of those, and Nat King Cole, one of his favorites, Ella Fitzgerald, and Johnny so, uh, Mantis. Don't forget yeah. Johnny Mantis. That's Johnny his favorite. Mantis. Yes, that's my favorite. And so, yes, and I was exposed to that. And then at the same time, my mom, um, growing up in the '60s and '70s, w um, was huge into the Beatles and Elton John and and the Monkees. And so I got to hear some two different gen uh, genres of of style as I was growing up, and then through the '80s and '90s, and now. Um, what I've written, and I, I can definitely say that my influence has spawned something um, similar to that. So you saying that, that you, it's a classic, that, uh, yeah, I take that to heart. It feels good. So thank you. No, but it's the truth because now that you've explained it, I understand it better. Because in listening to your music, I did hear two sounds. I heard the sound of Motown my day, and I heard a little bit of what's going on today. And I was trying to figure it out, but now you just explained it. Absolutely, your parents gave you a gift, a golden gift. They gave you the gift of then and now, and that's what's going to happen. You're going to be big, my friend. You're going to go. You're going to rock it up. Thank you. Uh, I think so, too. And so, for, first of all, we should tell everybody, too, because World 5, uh, and I don't even know, maybe I'm making this up. World 5, though, I mean, it's, it's a band made up of five guys, and they're all over the world. It's not like you're, you're in the uh, San Francisco or in the Bay Area. Somebody's in, like, I don't know. where. Do you know where everybody's from, from World 5? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah, so, so right now, Raymond and, uh, and Jimmy, they both are about an hour and a half from each other living in Sweden. Um, Stefan 
Gorse, he's living in New Zealand, our lead guitarist, you know, and um, our other um, great guitarist slash producer, uh, Joe, is in Houston and me here in the Bay Area. So three continents were spanned out over. Which uh, I think is really but cool. But you get together when you play. No, they don't get together. You do this all yeah. over the air? Over the so, wire? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. So, um, How do you coordinate you, over the wire? <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe this. That is that a great music, question. Wait, excuse me. Hang on. That music, that you, uh, the song I just heard, they put it all together. Came over the wire. Well, they put it all together, like everybody doing their pieces and putting it together. Oh, God bless today's right, tell technology. Us technology. Tell us a little Hello. bit about how they, because I think people would be interested in that. Yes, I'm interested. Exactly. So, yes, exactly. Technology is like one of the big things here. Is main thing. So, um, back. A little, maybe about a year ago or so, um, I got a random message from Raymond. He sent me a message um, saying, "Hi Lou, I'm just want to let you know that um, I'm interested in your music, and you know, basically wanting uh, me to join World Five. Um, and so, during that amount of time, I was interested. I listened to the music. I thought it was cool. Um, I listened to the musicianship, that, and wow, I was blown away. They were all fantastic musicians, and the but I was very upfront with him. At, from the beginning because I'm I'm a busy guy you know I'm, um, I have a part-time job I have a full-time job as a musician um, a, an entertainer um, and I was having a baby so my congratulations wife, oh uh, what was the, was was your delivery hard uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you were having your baby <laughs> well did they knock you out when you delivered or did you have natural <laughs> what'd you was, get anyway what, what kind of what kind of <laughs> baby natural, what'd you right? get Boy or a girl? Uh, we have a little boy. Yeah. Good. What's his name? Uriel. Uriel. God bless him. Congratulations. Yes, Family is you. what it's all about. Family is yeah. it. Exactly. And and so, we, we, you know, my wife Elasia was pregnant at the time, and so I said, you know, and this is our first child, so I um I have a lot of things on my plate I have to manage, and I can't devote full time to to the band as far as everything and they said no problem Lou that's fine we're all dads some of us even granddads so like you know it's all good we um just whenever you have the time you just get in there and, and um and make it happen and he was very persistent with me he so I sent him um just to see what they would do as um I sent them just a raw recording of me um that my friend produced and it was just acoustic of a song that I wrote years ago and they, what they did was, first I sent it to Raymond. He puts his drums on it. He sends it to Stefan with his bass and everything. Then sent it um, across <laughs> to uh, Stefan, via, all via emails, you know. And um, he put his guitar part, sent it to Joe. Joe added his his uh, vibe and his feel to it, probably on, you know on the guitar and and whatever else. And then um, produced it and mixed it, mastered it, sent it back to me, and it sounded beautiful. I was like, wow, that was awesome. And so then they asked me to send uh, another more recent song, for which was Be You. And so I which sent them that. It's a great song. It's a really Thank good you. song. Thank you. And it's, um, they did the same thing, brought it back to me. And what was it, when it came back to me, it was different than what, how I envisioned it to be. But, and at the same time, I loved it. It was golden. So um, I said, yeah, that sounds great. And then it was back in December. Um, they sent me the contract. And I had never signed a record contract before or a distribution kind of a deal like that at that kind of magnitude. And so 
I took took my time as far as being able to really look it over, and so I read it multiple times. I, you know, had a uh, contract lawyer, had two of my very, um, you know, smart friends that uh, I trusted to read over and tell me what they thought, and I got the goods and, you know, the pros and cons, and the pros just completely outweighed the cons for me, um, and so I signed the contract, and now I'm officially a signed artist, and it feels great with a phenomenal band that makes me sound even better. So, and when, and when um, does this single actually come out? It comes out Friday, right? Because nobody, it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, it comes out this Friday. This well, Friday. we have four. We have four and a half million people right now watching you. So let's hope out of the four and a half million, two and a half million buy it. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, it, this is good exposure. Be, and your music is good. You know, it's very hard. Uh, sometimes we have guests on, their music isn't so great. And I feel badly because I know that <laughs> they stink. No, I know the music stinks. It's never going to go anywhere. Uh, but it's so nice to be with somebody like you that's going to go somewhere because your song is really... Uh, the, the P.U., I call it P.U., but B.U., but I like P.U. better, uh, is a good song, and I encourage everybody to put it in there. Uh, what is that bitch that we talked to, that little round thing? Oh, Alexa. Uh, uh, you can play it on your Alexa. Yeah, play it on your Alexa. <laughs> you can't play it yet because it's not out yet, no, but it but will next, be. It'll and be out, it'll be on Spotify and all the places that we Friday, go. Because I'm a so Spotify guy. If you want really good music and if you have friends over and you want to make your party a little more happening, play this because it's kind of like uh, this kind of music. You know, you get that like way you gotta, like, as you're it. eating and drinking. You're just kind of like sitting there bouncing around. So and, that's, and that makes a party good. So you guys, what we want you to do too is follow everybody in social media. World 5's Twitter is at World with the number 5 Music. Their website is World with the number 5 Music.com Lou is LouEvans.net and what's your Twitter? Do you have a, what's your Twitter? I know you have one. Right. Um, you can literally just type my name in. Um, but as far as uh, the Twitter, it, yeah, that would be really it. It would just say at, at Lou Evans Music, or you can just put Lou Evans and it comes It'll right up. It'll come up. There you go. So you want to follow him in social media so you can see what's going on uh, with everything with the band and with Lou himself. And um, what else you got? Anything? You guys got any? Well, I want to say thank you for coming on today because um, it, it was raining here in Palm Springs. Would you believe that? The desert gets rain. And when it rains, we all get so depressed because we want that sun out We there. like sun. So listening to your music kind of hyped me up and made me like feel better about the crappy weather. But uh, yeah, I sent another thing out there, guys. Listen, if you're down and out and you're kind of like, you know, getting the blues and the bummers. Put this music on. I guarantee as you vacuum, we'll be dancing. There you go, everybody. The name of the song is Be You. The name of the band is World 5. It's available on Friday everywhere that you ever would buy, download, or stream music. Um, Lou, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We want to thank the rest of the guys in the band, Raymond, Stephen, yes, Joe, and Jimmy. The world. And Lou, enjoy your little boy. Children are what makes the world go round. Absolutely. They are. They are. Um, I have two daughters, I, I know. You, I want to, first, I want to thank you. Thank you again for having me. That's um, uh, yeah, I've never yeah I've never got to talk in front of this many people before all at once. So uh, and all over so the, and we're all me. over the world. Don't forget we go all over the world. We're in Australia, yeah. Germany, London, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So you've got good exposure. 176 countries. 176 oh, well, countries. You. Get, so you've got good exposure, and I think mm -hmm. your song is really going to make you a lot of money. So you pay for your son's college. There yes. you go. Oh yeah, and. Uh, just say, you know, the, the definitely, hi mom, I love you, and hello to my my beautiful wife who's listening and watching right watching right now. I'm sure she's holding Uriel right now. And so, Yay, and hi I, Uriel and, I, and mom. And I just yeah, want to tell. Malaysia. 
I just want to say to to your wife, Alasia, I'm so happy that he had the labor and the delivery for you when he had the, <laughs> when he had the baby, right? Like you didn't even count. You're not even there. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, hey, there's more music to come too, by the way. More music is definitely good. Good. And you're going to come back. Yeah, we'll have gonna, you back when the album comes gonna out. You're going to bring us more music because I like your music. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you Take so care, much, Lou. Thanks, World Thank 5. You. Everybody Bye-bye. have a good one. Awesome. Got to love it. Ciao, ciao. Love it, love it, love it. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. Absolutely. Very nice guy. And I wasn't bullshit with this fat body. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm sitting I up. Morning. Sit up. <laughs> I look like I look like I'm going to deliver soon. No, but um, I like I really liked his music and his song. I really did like his song. I wasn't bullshitting. It's it's my kind of music. Absolutely. You know, so now that. we're going to do another thing real quick because um, I want to. Um, I want to play Niall Sexton's counterfeit D and. Scott, do you guys have that? I, I do, I do. And Scott, do you have Niall Sexton's counterfeit? I have it. Let me just make sure that I have it at the same time, though. I don't okay. want to go. I don't want to go messing this one up, guys. Man, That's I was right. on a roll. I was on a roll there too. I was on a roll. <laughs> Scott's the reason why we can't have nice things. For, for what it's worth, though, Ron and Jimmy, I have to tell you, uh, everything's been looking good and sounding shut, great shut, from my shut side. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. The show's not over. Don't yes. shut your mouth. Let's wait till it's over. You and then fix it. I mean, we can right. blow up right now, you know. <laughs> so, Everybody loved that last guest. So, so do you guys both have Niall Sexton's um, counterfeit? Yes, yes, yes. I just want to make sure. So, hold on. Hold on. Just. So uh, while you're while you're getting sure, so Niall Sexton, you guys, we had him on our show a couple years ago. I met him on Twitter because he was on X Factor UK. He's really one of my all-time favorite singers, and since he's been on the show, he he has a YouTube channel that he does tons of covers. But this is his actual first single release of his own music. I'm probably gonna have him come on the show sometime soon, just because I like him so much. And I think he's really, really talented, and we had so much fun. I don't know if Ron will remember him, but he was like the British guy with the red hair. I remember him. We had a a blast with him. We really went, we carried on like crazy. Yeah, we carried on like crazy, and he was freaking out because his mom was listening. I know that. I I remember (laughs) that. Because he's like a kid, you know. I remember that, but he's a cool guy. Yeah, he was a very cool guy. He was very, very generous with us. He played back with us. It's so important if a guest plays with us. <clears throat> and, his, and his name's Niall Sexton, and he really is. I, I think he's a super, super talented guy. I hope he becomes the biggest star in the world because um, I really, really do like him. So, how are we doing, guys? We got I it. I got it. I'm all ready. So, D, whenever so, you are, we can rock and roll. All right. So, what I I'm going to do is ready. say now we're playing Niall Sexton's Counterfeit, and that Counterfeit, after I say Counterfeit, you guys hit play. All right. Here we go. All right, everybody, now on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the debut single from Niall Sexton's called Counterfeit. If you could stop talking and listen for a minute It's not a 1v1 when the two of us are in it It's not a game if the game is tearing us apart Oh, you gotta tell me where we are Is this legit? Is this legit? Is this legit? Is this legit? Or 
one thing would make me believe it You'd have to try hard from the heart instead of deceiving You could stand a chance, we could dance, baby, living on the ceiling You had your time, but now it's past Is this legit? Is this legit? Is this legit? Or is this counterfeit? Everybody. So that was Niall Sexton's Counterfeit if you were listening to us on radio and Chandelier if you were watching the video. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We're going to have him coming on the show sometime soon. Um, everything good and we're back, right, D and Scott? That is correct. We are looking <laughs> good. Oh my gosh, and Ron has changed again, and now our big fucking 120-pound dog just came in, and I hope we don't have a problem. I, I got th this is my fat shirt. It covers a multitude of sin because of the diagonal stripes and the little striped bottom one, so I don't look so fat. I mean, why should people have to have to look at my fat stomach? It's disgusting. Actually, they say that. We look great, too. Everybody says we're looking good. Now that you're in your third change. Well, this is the third and final because this I'm comfortable with. Don't touch me. <laughs> okay. It costs money. because it's a V-neck. It, it, it costs money to touch me. Sit, Shazam. Sit. So you guys, now both the dogs are in here, so hopefully they don't knock they into don't anything. They don't knock lights over or hit the equipment. And then we'll be in trouble again. And, and, and anybody who just tuned in or is tuning in to, to see our, uh, our interview with Scott Page, there's a link in the chat room. Or you can go to YouTube and type in Talk4TV, and the live stream of the show will come up uh, on YouTube on the television network through Talk4 Media. And which I is just our posted the link to watch the Jimmy Star Show in the chat room. Yep. I love it. Somebody just wrote how handsome you are, Ron. Who is user Zuzel? Oh, are you, sing you, are you single? Do you want to marry me, whoever you are? You're already married. No, I'm going to get rid of you tomorrow. Brandy and I are looking for They said for you're very tomorrow. handsome. Thank you. We're looking for an apartment, Brandy. Brandy's my little girl, my little honey bunch dog, because Jimmy Starr's very Whoever mean. did, they wrote, you're such a beautiful putana, Ron. Oh, that's goddess. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> goddess, goddess, I'm goddess. Too, I'm too old to be a putana. But anyway, I thought you had to be a girl to be a putana. Uh, actually, a putana means whore. Oh, oh so, so you could be a male <laughs> whore or a woman whore. Like you're a putana. Yes. You were a putana before I met you. Very major putana, but now he's okay. He's but I don't really like him anymore. I got to get rid of him, folks, because he's mean to me. Yeah, I'm so mean. He's be very, very mean to me. 
I, he said she likes our shirts and she likes my I shirt. I was sick as a dog last night with this coughing and throat. And at one o'clock in the morning, I got up in the teeming rain, cold, got in the car, drove all over Palm Springs looking for cough syrup. I wanted NyQuil. And everything is closed. I mean, this town falls at nine o'clock. Luckily, I remembered a 7 Eleven. And I went to the 7 Eleven and they had some other brand cough syrup if that ever happens uh, again ron all you have to do no, is do some honey and um some lemon juice and boil it and put your face over the i'm going to punch you severely in the head when i see you <laughs> why <laughs> because i was in the middle of a story i love you my sweet pea but listen jimmy slept through the whole thing he didn't even know i was gone and i came back all disheveled and sick and dying and i slithered into bed not to wake the king there you go. Okay. So next. I normally, though, have no problem. So I, I would normally. Now, what did I tell you this morning? You should have woke me up. I would have gone to get it for you. And I said next time. Okay. Meaning. But I did say that. So. Yeah, right. Okay. That's not true. I go. Don't you tell wanted me to die like in my sleep. I, I like go all the time, though. I like go and get you things no, you, all the time. If you forget, you, you, we forget butter, and I say, you want me to go get no, it? I'm always offered to go get things. You were wishing me dead in that bed because I was, I was choking all night and coughing. I didn't even hear you until 3 o'clock when the dog woke me up. Well, I've been coughing all night long. I had to sleep sitting up. You know how uncomfortable it is sleeping sitting up? Oh, my God, is it uncomfortable? And my head kept going like that, and I have a stiff neck now from my head falling over. Anyway... Goddess loves you just the way you are. I love Goddess. Goddess, you want to marry me? Actually, Maybe she I'm... says she loves us guys the way we are. Well, <laughs> don't don't like Jimmy so much. Like me better. And hate Eileen Shapiro, that bitch. Hate she's her. in the chat room. Oh, she's in the chat room. Get out of my chat room, Eileen Shapiro. <laughs> that you don't want to come back to Palm Springs. How dare you? That you're not living here. I miss you. Absolutely. I love her so much, but she broke my heart. She broke my heart. In Palm Springs. Anyway, so much for that trick. Also, you guys, Ron and I are going to the 7th Annual Rock for MS, Rock Against MS, Against on March MS. 30th. On March 30th, and you can go to, just type in Rock Against MS, and you can see who's going to be there. It's a red carpet event. Actually, orange carpet. Because, yes, because MS is orange. MS is orange. It's a big orange carpet event. We can't wait to go because I have a very, very sweet, wonderful, loving, dear friend, and she has MS. And if we can in some way help to get her better, or I mean, I love my, I won't mention who she is, but she's one of my most special friends in the world, and I love her so much. And I know she's watching and listening now, and she knows who she is. And I'm going to that MS thing, boy, and we're going to raise money, and we're going to knock the shit out of it. And performing is going to be Marky Ramone from the Ramones with his new band, Blitzkrieg, that has like all these all-star like uh, people in it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, they're going to have uh, Stephen Adler from Guns N' Roses, Michael Devin from Whitesnake, Kudus and Kai from Shaka Khan and Elton John, um, Mark Torian from The Bullet Boys, Matt Starr from Mr. Big, uh, Ira Black from I Am Morbid, Ace Von Johnson from Faster Pussycat, Gretchen Bonaduce is going to be performing. She was a guest on our show a couple be a weeks big, ago. Big, big show. Go. And all kinds of uh, celebrities are going to be in attendance, like Ron and I, and Daniel DeCrisio, another oh, guest of ours, is going to be there. My Danny, my and Danny. Caroline Williams, the Scream Queen, is going to be there. Right. And it's going to be a blast. So you guys can go to rockagainstms.org and uh, click on the link to buy tickets. They're not really expensive, and it's for a fantastic cause. And if cause. you cannot buy a ticket because you live far away, send five bucks. 
Send a dollar. Because don't forget, like I always say, we have four and a half million or maybe five million viewers by now. And if every viewer all over the world sent 50 cents, that would make a lot of money for MS. And we could work harder to find a cure. Because it seems that uh, the two diseases that have come up big time now are MS and Parkinson's. I don't know why so many people are getting Parkinson's disease. Could it be from something they ate years ago that's appearing now? We don't know. And we won't know until we have enough funds to find out. Because I have someone in my life also, a family member, not my daughters, who not Jimmy, who has Parkinson's. And I really want to get money up for them. Absolutely. And Michaela in the chat room says, Ron, you don't have a fat stomach. You look just fine, but in you're the, already married, so get in, go sit in a timeout somewhere. No, in this shirt, I don't look fat because <laughs> this is that wonderful designer who I love, <clears throat> and I can't plug him because I don't, know, I don't know his name. I forgot. But if you ever watch the uh, television show called um, Shit's Creek. Creek, the one that plays the gay son, he wears the same designer, and I fell in love with all of his clothes. They're basically black and white, so I have about seven or six of these shirts uh, that are all combination black and white zippers and stuff, and everywhere I go with them, people say, oh my God, where'd you get that shirt? And I said, I got it downtown LA in the, in the meatpacking district, which is now very chic, and there's some wonderful uh, boutiques down there. And this designer is shown in one of those boutiques. I was actually going to go. say that huh? you look like you're from Schitt's Creek, but I didn't know if you watch it or not. I love that show. Isn't that a fun yeah, show? This, this shirt, I have, to st I have to show you this shirt in, title, in total. Let me stand up if I get this fat ass up. Hey. It's got the lower yes. part. It hangs all the way down. It's like down in my middle of my thigh, and it looks great when I wear it with black slacks and a black shoe. Oh, yeah. It really... It, the open sides. Yes, I wore yes. it. Wore it just the other night. I wore this to, to Chris. Uh, Chris Bennett's. Chris Bennett's. Yeah. There you go. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna call our next guest. And while we're calling our next guest, you guys, because our next guest is Scott Page. You guys uh, know him as a saxophonist and guitarist for Pink Floyd, Supertramp, and Toto. And uh, he's a really cool guy. Eileen and I met him at the Oscar Gala, pre-Oscar Gala. And uh, uh, met him and talked with him, and I think he's going to be a really fun guest. So we're going to call him. So we have Scott and D. We're going to play Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, and get him on the line. How's that? Yep, just tell us when to go, and I'll press play. All right, Scott, you ready? good to me. We are ready. All right, everybody, here's Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here.
so you think you could tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field From a cold steel rail A smile from a veil Do you think you can tell We can hear you. No, no. Uh, are we back, you guys? Hello. Can you let us know we were back yes, on the yes, air? Yes, 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 well, yes. Oh, we're back up. We're back on the air. No, yeah, I, we're I, live. Music. So there we go. Everybody, that was Pink Boys. Wish you were here. Uh, we want to make sure everybody can hear Scott before we introduce him. So say something. Testing. One, two, three. There you go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star with Ron. Oh, my God. I'm having like a total tongue twister day. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the legendary musician, technician, and entrepreneur, Mr. Scott Page. Hello, and welcome to the show. 
Oh, thank you very much for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Ron. I think you and I are going to get along really well on this interview. You have a happy soul, and I love happy soul people. And I think you're a very positive thinker. Am I correct? Uh, you know, I, I really try to do that. To be, It actually is very important to me. Yeah, no question. It's, in it's your crazy to stay positive. I mean, you know, it's so funny to me. People get all bent out, especially all of us. And, like, we're living better than 98% of the planet. So there's a lot to be grateful every day for. So, no, I'm very, I try to stay very positive. I love it. And, that, and that shows in your personality. That's really good. So we want to introduce you to, we've got the man behind the boards up in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have Scott in Pennsylvania, and we have D in Florida. So say hi to Scott and D. Hey, Scott and D. Hello, hey, hello, Hey, Scott, love hello. your name. Wow, this is great, man. Technology at its finest. Look, we're all together here all over the world. Pretty crazy. Absolutely. Then we have a chat room. We have a chat room full of people. Every country is represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Yo, chatsters. There you go. And I need to give you two special shout-outs. One to B. Claudie. She's in Germany, and she's a huge uh, fan. So say uh, hi to B. Claudie. And then Eileen is in the chat room. So say hi to Eileen. Hey, hey, B. Uh, nice to meet you. And Elaine, nice to see you. And I'm not uh, seeing you, but I'm hearing you. I know you're don't there. Say, don't say anything nice to Eileen. I hate that bitch. <laughs> because <laughs> she came here for a week, and I... I'm madly in love with her. I mean, we had breakfast. I just love my Eileen to pieces. And then she got on the airplane and, and she went back flew to work. So I hate the little snatch. If you want to talk about somebody that's positive, that's her. She's got a oh, definite, very positive. I love, don't you love Eileen? Eileen uh, is every, best. Every, everybody right. loves her. But yeah. she came here. She teased me with her huge breasts for one week. And then she got on the airplane and left. So everybody, listen up. First of all, um, chilted am I? First of all, you guys, uh, we want to like let everybody know. So anybody who no, wait, does, wait, let me say it. Let me say it for you boring people out there who are no nowhere people. We used to call squares. There was a group of of performers called Pink Floyd. Now that wasn't pink flamingos. That wasn't pink shirts. That was Pink Floyd. This guy is one of the members of the incredible forever Pink Floyd. And hold on, we should say because he's a saxophonist and guitarist for Pink Floyd. He's also been with Super Tramp and Toto. So like three super groups. Uh, which is unbelievable, and he's not conceited, and he's not a dick, and he's like super nice, and like you meet him, and like he's just like talking to your next door neighbor, super cool, super approachable. Although he's accomplished you know so what, many Jimmy, great things. I've met a lot of rockers in my day, and they're all like that. They don't. Have, I said, well, I, you know, David Bowie had a head. He was a bit, you know, up in the clouds. But sure. but David Bowie was, after all, David Bowie. But sure. I mean, most of the the rockers I know, you know, who I like Country Joe and the Fish. Oh yeah. That's, you know, sweet people, yeah, and and sweet people, nice nice people. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's actually interesting. So many times, it's a lot of these artists kind of get a bad rap, and they're actually really nice people. And uh, it's really the people around them that actually get them the bad rap. Oh my God, we talk about everyone. that. The managers. We talk about that all the time Everyb- about how managers and agents Every- mess everything everybody up. Everybody should fire their fucking managers because they have wrecked more careers. I have heard stories over my 58 years. I'm 58 years in this business, so I have heard 58 years worth of bullshit about my manager, my poor management. They make decisions that are wrong. I mean, you could play for the president of the United, not this one, another president of the United <laughs> States. And your manager could screw it up where he asks too much money. I mean, you know, stupid shit like that. Well, yeah. Ma- especially it- today. Especially oh, yes. today. I mean, because the, the business model for artists has changed so much. 
And it's really interesting. So many of the managers are really stuck. They don't understand how the game works anymore. And so they're really not doing the artist that much that, that, you know, that really helping a lot of them that much. And uh, so, you know, I try to tell artists, man, you got to take control of your own, your own career and understand how the business works. It's great to have management and people that are on, but you got to know how to even pick a manager. Because a lot, what's very interesting is so many of today's, the, the kind of the big managers that were around that were handling so many of the artists are falling down like crazy because they just don't understand the technology, this whole direct-to-consumer, everything is completely changed. Can so I, they're I, lost just like everybody else. Can I give you the shortcut about yes. what's wrong with managers? Managers think what they think is best, not what's best for you. Right. That's the mistake. They say yes and no to their feelings, but not your feelings. And that's when you get rid of the manager. Manager works for you. When you give him all that money, you know, he works for you. He's not he's not your friend. I have to say too, like just as a as a point of interest, because we have you know, we bring on two celebrity guests every week and we've been doing it for like eight years now. And so we have a lot of people coming through through the show and it's fantastic. And um any 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 people that we've ever get that we always have that I have to get that I can't get them directly by like going on Twitter and tweeting to them. Any nobody listens to those shows. We have like huge stars that have come on that I had to arrange it through a manager, and those shows do terrible. And we have huh. people come on when I meet them on Twitter, and they're super friendly and they promote it and do all their stuff, and those get millions of hits. Yeah, interesting. So I, it's, I it's something about, it's like a bad vibe or something because the well, managers you know, are usually not cool. I had well, the managers show. so so often they they try they try to take the artist and they try to chase the market, and that's a big problem. You know they see this is big, so they try to give advice that you need to be like that, and that's where they really kind of screw up a lot of artists because they really aren't trying to be the artist, the honesty of who they really are. They're trying to be something else. You know, I I um I kind of consult and I mentor quite a few artists uh, today. Uh, and uh, there's actually one by the name of Shalita Burke, believe it or not, who's just killing it right now. She just had released her new record. Um, it's called Religion. But she's on the was in just in Forbes. She was the speak, uh, uh, the South by South. She was the keynote speaker at South by Southwest. She'll be there again this year. Uh, she's but she's very interesting because she has such an interesting story because she's big in blockchain and technology and understanding inner and these types of artists are the kinds of artists that are really coming today that really have a good understanding of what's happening. I saw on YouTube um, because you you did it like a you played saxophone with a band called Privet Earth, who I actually know that band. Oh wow! Um, I actually know them, and uh, actually the record label that I, I I do some stuff for once in a while I actually put their album out. So like I've I've actually like met them and everything, and I was I almost played that video just because I know them, and you were playing saxophone <laughs> oh, in it because you have so many great you have so many great YouTube clips of you doing playing saxophone with like all these cool people. What label are they on? Plug the label. Spectrum Music Group. Spectrum Music Group. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so like it was and just. And there's a lot cool. of those bad. There's also a lot of bad YouTube ones because you get people in the audience that catch you on a bad. Yes. Post that stuff up and it's like painful. I think, though, you you know, you don't look like you've aged at all. The hair is different because you used to have hair like down yeah. to your navel or whatever. But yeah, other than that. Long. Pretty but much, other than you know, that, you look you look the same. Like, and and one thing I find extremely fascinating about you, and we're going to talk about your think experience, um, is that you're very technology oriented. And most people, you know, who are very technology oriented are like 25 to 35 years old. Like, you're way out of the realm of, and, and you're not just good at it. You're like a genius at it. And so I think that uh, I, I think, think you're selling. I think you're being ageist because you're selling it short. I'm not saying that. Not when you see what he does. Listen, we all have comedy and fun with the people who don't do it because it's campy. Like my father can't work a cell phone, shit like that. But you know how many 
I'm 78 years old. I'll be 79 soon, and I wow. do pretty well. Yeah. He does everything, and I do Look pretty well. I mean, for an old that's good. Yeah, well, for an old bag, I do pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but he's putting on concerts that fill arenas. Well, well yeah, but yeah, but you know what? Yeah, but I I produced a TV show called Set the Record Straight for eight years that went all over the world. So you know, and I was about seventy at the time, and I never used a manager. I called Jane Russell up. I called Tab Hunter up. I called uh, uh, Lauren Bacall up. I called them myself. And Jimmy said, "You can't do that nowadays." I call celebrities directly to their phone. I say, "Hi, Ron." Russell, would you like to be have on our show? You have to have their phone number to do I that. I get their number. Everybody's got everybody's <laughs> number. I, I you can get, find anything today. Yeah, you I, could, I, you're right about that. You I, can I, could get, I could get your phone number in 20 minutes. Uh, you can easy. get it from me. I have it. <laughs> so you, see what, you, you see what I mean? <laughs> no, the, the world has become very small. Very yeah. small. Oh, yeah. um, the only one that gave me a problem was Liza Minnelli. When I called her up for Jane Russell to do a benefit, and Liza said, who is this? And I said, Ron Russell, how did you get this number? Oh, my God, I'm changing the number. And she threw the phone in the air, and some guy grabbed it, and he said, who is this? You can't call this number anymore. And I thought, what the fuck is going on? Jane Russell. <laughs> Jane Russell asked me to call. The famous Jane Russell, you know, tits for days. She was the one. <laughs> That said, uh, call Eliza, see if you can get her to come in my benefit. And they were like, must have been loaded out of their bird. I mean, they were. Oh, that's they, funny. They, they must have been playing in the snow all afternoon because, I mean, they were like wild. So before we talk about Think Experience, I want to do two other things yes. first. Number one, tell everybody and move to the side what that thing is behind you that I absolutely. Oh, my angel. That's called the angel of now. And uh, what it was is in Los Angeles, there was a thing called the Community of Angels, where they had these angels, and we had artists paint them kind of all over the place. And then the money, uh, it, was a, it was a benefit raising funds. So I, I basically sponsored one of these angels. Uh, it was painted by a girl by the name of Janice Grace, who's a, a very well-known artist here in Los Angeles. And she actually painted it up at Universal City Walk. And it's a very interesting uh, piece. You can't really see the whole thing. I love it. Actually... Actually, what's interesting is on the back of it, what I've been doing is I have these little hearts. There's a, you can't see it, but the whole back's got this thing. And I've been having famous people paint these art, their, their, uh, these little hearts, put famous photographs. I had Charlize Theron and, you know, I mean, a whole bunch of folks. And so I'm going to put them on the back and then I'm going to auction this off for charity one day. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. What, what, what charity? Uh, well, I'm actually right now I'm working with the Harold Robinson Foundation. Myself, Flea from the Chili Peppers and Nord Fisher from Fishbone, my, some of the guys that I work with. Uh, it's basically we work out of Markham Middle School here in Los Angeles, which is one of the roughest middle schools in the country, gangs on all four corners. And what we're doing is we're actually uh, building out right now a whole music program for the kids. And we take them up to camp and we train them. And that's a big part of what we're doing with things. So that's that's the organization we've is been that, really is jumping that is that Harold Robbins, the writer? No, Harold Robinson. No, Harold Robinson Foundation. Oh, Robinson. Okay. Yeah, you Robinson can check Foundation. it out. You can check it out at haroldrobinsonfoundation.org. An incredible organization. And I love what they're doing because what they're doing is they're thinking a little different. Um, like a lot of charities are trying to go real like big and make it, you know, try to get a lot going. They're going small where they can really make a difference. So we're focusing on Markham Middle School, building a repeatable process on how we can really support that. And then we'll expand it over time. And it's a great organization. They're doing incredible work with the kids. Good for I love you. It. Okay, Good so now move you. back over so we can see all of you. Okay, it's so that. funny because I'm from Florida. I lived in Florida for 48 years, and Flea's dad is an actual judge in Florida. Wow. Uh, He's a great guy. Flea is a great guy. 
and uh, really cares about the kids, and you know we're having a blast. I met all of them like in Florida before they became super duper famous. You know, before yeah. they were like they are now. But back when they were first started, it was a lot of fun. All right, so then my next thing is tell us some kind of cool story. Uh, it doesn't have to be a long one. It can be a short story of some kind of something cool that happened to you playing with Pink Floyd. Oh my gosh, you're throwing this out at me right now. I mean, there's so many stories, and there's a few I can't tell. Uh, but I, that's the uh, ones we want. <laughs> those, those are the good stories. You know what? Well, I, want, I, know can, the, I know the ones you want. Now you're making me. Uh, well, wait a second. Can I ask you a question that I despise sure. asking? And any interviewer that asks this question to me is an asshole. It's the stupidest question in the world. How did you get into Pink Floyd? I hate that question. It's yeah, I want you to answer it. It's a shitty question. But, but he's really interested. But I really I really <laughs> want to know because you well, know that's actually, Yeah, see I was playing with Supertramp at the time and Dave Gilmore came out and played uh did our um came on played on our record. So we became buddies and that just doing the record and so I invited him out to a gig that I was doing that night so he came down to the club and and uh we played and we hung out and stuff and then I had this event I was doing a week later uh, uh, that I was that was called the first dance, which was a thing I was doing at Guitar Center with fifty piece band with you know everybody from Tower of Power to Toto to Supertramp. So I invited them all down to that. He came back next day. He called me up and said, "Hey, come play on this record." So I came up, started playing on the records. A couple days later, he said, "Come on, join the band." Next thing I know, I'm uh, flying to Toronto and I'm we're in tour and we're we're on the road and we're rocking. Oh my God, that is the coolest. I'm so thing happy ever. that you did. Because, I am too. Because I, who didn't love Pink Floyd? I remember it was my like Gucci hippie days. You know, I wore Gucci and was a hippie. And and Pink Floyd was like absolutely the coolest band. I mean, come on. They were up there with Blood, Sweat and Tears, who I loved also. Different yeah. music. I'm, I'm very versatile in my music, you know. Yeah, I and, was a big Blood, uh, Sweat and Tears fan too. Because as I was yeah. growing up, I was a trumpet player. And that was like one of the real first bands, them in Chicago, that came out that actually really right. had horns and, and feet. And, and who didn't love Chicago? Chicago, my God, oh, yeah. we had we had Chicago on our show. Uh, yeah. Chicago, another great. I mean, Actually, though, we had such excuse me, we had such great music then. What happened to music? Why did music <laughs> die? Or you know, that's a really go? interesting. Uh, that's you know, there's a lot to talk about in that. I mean, because you know, when we were we were making records. You know, we had to be very inventive, man. We used to, like, take microphones and put them in bathrooms and play guitars across the room and switch things around and try to really create unique sounds and things. And now you have everything is just like a button. You can basically recreate anything. And what's kind of a little bit sad is in those days we had to play. So when you go put a solo on, you actually had to put a solo on because we didn't have all these tools where you could, you know, cut every piece, flip it, flop it, drop it, fling it, you know, all the stuff that you can do today with tools like Pro Tools, which is great. That's why I'm always, I always say the most scariest button on the recording console is the solo button, because then you can actually hear what you actually did, and then you always go back and you start fixing it. In those days, it was really honest. We had to, like, if you're going to put a solo on, you kind of had to psych yourself up and drop it and put it on. You had to play the whole solo, very little punching in and overdubbing. Uh, nowadays, like I said, everything's changing. I think the biggest thing that's the saddest for me is to see the, the rhythms, the problem is everybody's using drum machines at the point they're hitting, and they just don't. Some of these things just don't groove very hard, and all the kids don't really know any better. And so in the old yes. days, it was like, you know, is there something about having a great drummer like you know Jim Keltner or Ferroni or you know Jeff Beccaro? You when you're sitting there playing with those guys, it's just they add this extra sense of honesty and soul into the music, and that's why I think you see so much of that old music still coming back. 
the, the you know the fans are still talking about Led Zeppelin. They're still talking about Floyd. I mean, Floyd is it's a crazy phenomena. I mean, it's it's still there's tribute bands that are out there that are doing over thirty five million dollars a year playing Pink Floyd music. Can I know, you imagine that's cool. that? Crazy, right? Actually, you know, I, I, I can my, I, I can not only imagine it, but I could believe it because it was good music. It lasted. Again, like the guy we had on before you, he has classic music because he's yesterday and today combined Motown and today. So he's catching the young and the old. Floyd isn't going to be like opera in it's Italy. Like you know, it's just going to be forever. It's never yeah. going to be Since old. I met you, I've been listening to it every day, yeah, first I mean, of all. I, <laughs> you listen to it now, it sounds as fresh and as new as it was 30 years ago. So I have, we had this we have this. I have this movie that I love. It's called Near Dark, and it's a vampire movie. It's my favorite vampire movie, and it stars Jenny Wright. And Jenny Wright is also one of the stars of Pink Floyd's The Wall. And we had her on the show many years ago. It was many, many years ago we had her on the show. I think when we were just radio. Um, but I was so excited to have her on because she was in The Wall and my favorite movie. And so, like, I thought it was like the coolest thing ever, you know, to yeah. have her on. And she's yeah. like really cool. So let's move forward. Wait, then. I want to ask okay. another question. Everybody, let me put it this way, most, well, some people <laughs> firmly believe that when you played, panties were thrown on the stage, hotel keys were thrown on the stage, you guys were banging everything that came backstage. Is any of that true? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're a little nasty. You're a nasty number. Let me tell you. You, you Listen, are a dirty way. trick. Wait, let him let's say. Let's put it this way. I've had more fun than any human being in my life to talk about it. There you, you go. So, in other words, you've had more pussy oh, than a cat. Be nice. Okay. Be nice. Well, that's not, what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> if you were. Well, he said he's had a good time and he's laughing. Yeah. So. It's if, been if a very interesting time. Yes. If Jimmy was a rock and roller and guys were throwing their underwear up in their keys, you'd be in your glory, you little sissy fairy. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna change the the conversation now. So Scott, you guys has yeah. has brainchild a new thing. It's called Think Experience. Um, yeah. uh, it's the Facebook page is Think Exp, and I'm gonna just—he's the CEO. It's a live, immersive media company striving to bridge the gap between the human spirit and technological innovation with one-of-a-kind live, immersive concert experience. Which their first one is called Think Floyd. That's um, right. Beyond the Wall. So tell us a little bit about it, because I think everybody's gonna like yeah. love this. Well, you know what's interesting—it's kind of just kind of looking at the just looking at the whole entertainment industry. What we're trying to do is really invent how entertainment is uh, being served up now. And the reason for that is you can't, like as artists, you can't sell music anymore. I mean, those days are over. So what, do you, what can you sell? Well, the two things that you can sell is the relationship. People will pay to be part of your clan. If they really love you, they'll pay to be part of that relationship, have some kind of a relationship. Second thing is experience. And we're seeing, we're going kind of into the experience economy. You're seeing it every day with things like, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the Museum of Ice Cream, a pop-up, and people are going to those things. They're going yes. to these experiences. And now technology has advanced so much. And the three big drivers that have happened uh, just over the last few years, uh, which is just now coming to form, is really bandwidth, the bandwidth, storage, and uh, Bandwidth, storage, and horsepower. You know, the cell phone that we've got in our little hands here, there's so much power. So all of those things have now changed the, the, the trajectory of, of basically entertain, entertainment and everything we've been doing because the cost has dropped down and the power has happened. So 
now we're moving into like people have so much media and they're just overburdened with it. He says, what are you going to do? You're going to go with experience. So Think Experience is really a company that's building a platform that basically ties together the uh, live experience along with the online experience. And like this first one, like you said, is the Think Floyd experience. And we're doing it in a 360 degree immersive dome. So that when you're sitting in the dome, you're completely immersed, almost like a, a, a VR experience, virtual reality experience without glasses, playing to the music of Pink Floyd. So we've done our first, these were our first, experience, uh, uh, first experiments we've done. We've done 10 shows. They've all sold out. And I've actually have people that have come to all 10 shows. So we know that this model works where you're really bringing a, a true experience to kind of listening to the music. So we're building out right now this, and we're in the midst of putting together a deal. We're going to be, looks like we're going to be going into Vegas, doing a residency there in a, in a whole new complex that's being put together. Uh, we got tours lined up. But this is this whole idea of how do you take somebody on a, on a ride the minute they buy the ticket? So in other words, with us, you get the ticket, yeah, you take you. your phone out. We're using AR. So you look at the ticket comes alive. The experience as you walk through the art domes, all this comes alive, and then you go into the into the actual theater and actually watch the show. So space actually, age, space age for sure. Actually, I have the video. Age. I took the video off. First of all, you guys, if you want to learn more about this, you can go to the website, which is www.thinkexp.co. .co, not .com. So it's thinkexp.co. And hey, hey, D and uh, uh, D and Scott, you guys have the video I pulled off his website, right? Which one is it called? It's called uh, Think oh, right. Experience Beyond the Wall. I have uh, Think Experience Behind the Wall. Absolutely. Beyond the Wall. Yep. Yes, okay. I'm and, sorry. and Scott, you got it? I do indeed. One minute, 20 what? seconds, correct? Does that sound yeah, about right, Scott? That's about right. That's be be right. Before, we go, before we go to music. It's what, not music. What, it's a video about what they before do. Before we go to video. Um, what do you think of Adam Ant? <clears throat> Why did Why'd you what ask I that? Adam Ant? I mean, yeah. I haven't seen Adam Ant in years. But, I mean, but you know fine. something? Eileen, Eileen Shapiro has been okay. following him for the last 30 years. Wow. And, she, and she would bang him in a minute. She told me <laughs> she only wa she checked out his crotch. She said he's got a big one. She knows everything about him. Eileen Shapiro is so hot for Adam Ant. Eileen, if you're in the chat room, am I right? So now she's that, not going to admit that. No, but maybe, but maybe somebody's going to hear this that knows Adamant, and Adamant could throw her a little bit. You know, uh, she's met him a million times, and she's she, interviewed she him. Go, she's met she him. She goes to England. She flies to England to, to his go concerts. to his, his concerts. Oh. She's made she took us to one, too, in Pennsylvania when we were in Pennsylvania. I told her, I said, he's a skinny, frail, old little man. If you ever <laughs> grabbed him with those 44 double Ds, you'd kill him. You'd crush him. <laughs> anyway. He would be very happy, I'm sure. Dying from. <laughs> I listen to him. He would be very happy. Dying from boulder kill. Boulder kill. So how about this then, Scott? You introduce okay. it, and and Scott and and D when he gets done saying think experience beyond the wall. After he says wall, you guys start it. How's that? Sounds Boy. good to me. All right, you introduce. All right. It so what it. is it? So, uh, the think this fake Floyd experience. What I've done is I put together kind of an all star band. It's uh, Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction, uh, Nord Fisher from Fishbone. Kenny Olson, who uh, started Kid Rock with Kid Rock, did all those great records all those years. Uh, Roberta Freeman, who was out with Floyd with me and a handful of other folks. So it's an all-star band kind of doing our interpretation and immersive experience of Think Floyd Experience Beyond the Wall. So check it out, 360 Dome. Wow. 
natural in people. We don't do interviews. We there do, you go. We we're do, live. Hey, we're back, everybody. Hey, everybody. That was that was Thick Experience Beyond the Wall. We have Scott Page on the line. To find out more about it, you can go to www.thinkexp.co. And I, I was just telling Scott that the chat room loves you, and the interview right. is going so well because we bring out the humanity in people. We take you out of the stardom glare, and we bring you to the reality of folk because today people don't want glamour and legends like Jane Russell and Barbara Stanwyck, those people. Today they want you to be their next-door neighbor, but yet you work, you sing for Pink Floyd. So that's what people want today. Play saxophone. Yeah, well, (laughs) didn't I say play for Pink Floyd? You said sing. Oh, no, I meant play for Pink Floyd. Which, by the way, you guys, Scott has a a fabulous Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter at I am Scott Page, P-A-G-E. And uh, and this... And this show is coming Friday, March 8th, and Saturday, March 9th at the Wisdom LA, 1147 Palmetto Street, Los Angeles, California, 90013. Is it sold out, or can people still get tickets? You know, I'm not. I think Friday, there's a few. Saturday's looking pretty close. I mean, it will sell out. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten the ticket thing, but it's, you know, they could try. I would give so it a shot. So how do they Wait, get tickets? Where people, do they go? Hang no, on. Here's the major question before we even go there. What is a ticket cost? Well, they, uh, it's interesting. It goes anywhere from $50 to $250. And the reason yes. the 250s is part of this experience when you're inside of a dome, there's actually, you can, if for the high-end seat, there's these uh, beds that are connected to the band, the music, and you're actually not only experiencing the VR, but the whole immersive experience through the sound. Oh and so God, those tickets so cool. are a lot more money, but they're, it's really cool. I mean, so it's in other really words, if, if you go there a little loaded stone, you can lay in a bed and enjoy. Dude, people love this. Of course. <laughs> of course. What's better than to get high, lay in a bed, and listen to great music? That's what and we do. And watching a freaking immersive experience, right? I mean, we, we did that all our lives. What's new? Yeah. So if you, if you guys are in the chat room, B just put up the link for their Facebook page. But the, it's facebook.com slash thinkexp. All you have to do, and you can find their Facebook page. Like their Facebook page to see everything yes. that's going on. And uh, follow Scott on Twitter. He's at I am Scott Page. And definitely want to check out thinkexp.co. And we still have like five, six minutes left. So I just want to say I'm sorry I didn't meet you at Sky Bar. Well, we're going to do it, right? You guys are in L.A., right? We're in Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Oh, you're in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. So you guys got to come down and see the show. We're Absolutely. doing it again in April. We've got two dates and two weekends in April and all, also one in May already booked. So. May, definitely got to come down. Be my guest. I'd love Absolutely. to have you. Love to. May, May is May is better. We have a very heavy duty April. May is better. I don't think we're book solid. I yet. don't know. It depends yet because he's got a movie he's shooting. I'm shooting a <laughs> film in a couple of weeks. I okay. just finished. Oh film. my god! People in the chat room are writing. I'd love to get high and go. <laughs> yeah. I go mean, listen. So tell us. A, wait, tell wait. Hang on a minute. Our show is not for prudes, virgins, or Trump lovers. This show is for people who are. Honest, down to earth, and real. Who doesn't want to get a little happy and lay in a bed listening to Pink Floyd and watching this video, this visual? Oh, Eileen wants to find out when. You'll have to let us know when the April's oh, and May's are because back. she said she'll fly to come to that. Oh, she'll come re- back out to go. Think, oh, right. really? Miss she'll Eileen? come back out for you. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I love Eileen. She's so hey, awesome, well, man. She's incredible. Well, listen to me, Miss Eileen. I'm going to blow you away because I'm going to get a big sharp hat pin and puncture your breast <laughs> and show everybody that they're only air inflated. They're not real. You pump them up. You go to a gas station. You put the, the, the valve on and you blow up those. He wrote, she wrote on my text message in April or May. Make sure you find out when we can go. I'm coming back. to <laughs> Oh, that's what you think, Miss Eileen. That's okay. We can't wait to have her back. Oh, yeah. Wait. 
wait. So wait, we got we have a couple of minutes. So what else do you want to tell us? You got anything else oh. you want to tell us? Or tell us a cool story. Go back and tell us a cool story now of something yeah, that happened. Me on those stories. Trying to think of a story here that would be Give good. Give us a little bit of a journey. A little one. bit of a juice one. Yeah, we need to get ooh, people out there juice. You know, I, I, you know, there's a, there's a, basically, there's a code of ethics amongst the musicians that we have to be careful about. It's of. true. It's just I one, mean, you know, one I think one, here's an interesting story, just as, that, just as fun, the knowing about Floyd. So Floyd, when I flew back, we ended up rehearsing in this airplane hangar in Toronto, and they used to have to fly so where it was like 747s. The doors used to be open up, the 747s would be going by. We'd have flying pigs, we'd have all this, you know, everything would be going on in this thing. And it was like such a strange thing to be actually out on the airport in the tarmac learn, uh, rehearsing this band. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a very interesting. I just remember myself sitting there in this place, nobody in the room, just the place going, pigs flying, things, 747s going by, and I realized that moment, I was in the game. There you go. Now, I love that, it. Now, that's, that story was not what I want. I know. I know. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you a very simple little oh, cute, no, don't do it. No, it's a simple, cute question. It's not an outrageous question. Did you guys gangbang those broads or you banged them individually? <laughs> no, you can't answer that now. Not in the Me Too movement because it's still they'll come back after him. Oh, dude! Oh no, they were all, they all wanted it. No, that was not right. <laughs> I know. I listen. I've been to many rock concerts, and I swear to God, I I forgot who it was. It was uh, the guy with the snake. What's his name? I forgot the guy who had the snakes around him. The, the rock singer. I don't know. Hey, Alice Cooper. Alice. Alice his Cooper. daughter's coming on in two yeah. weeks. Alice Cooper. I went to a thing. I swear to God on my kids, the girl next to me had an orgasm. She was coming. She told me. She said, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come from just watching Alice Cooper. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, what magic. What would I have to do to get some broad to come? <laughs> I would have to pull out the vibrators, the poppers, and everything to get her to come. <laughs> so, wait, hang on. What, uh, uh, in the chat room, there, so what, cause, because you, what's your favorite Pink Floyd song to play saxophone on? Because like, I, I see you know, money you know, a lot my, of times. Always my favorite was... Uh, us and them. Okay. Us and them was always a blast, and it was it, because that was a, I had a lot of saxophone in it. It's a ballad, um, so I always enjoyed playing that one for sure. Did you ever see an old movie with with um? Oh Jesus, my brain went dead. With um? Oh God, oh, go on, talk. I'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know one of the funny things I, about I'm, I'm okay, gonna, let him go. I'm go, go, seven, go. 79. You get these brain thoughts every now and yeah, then. Yeah, that's where You just saying it's funny. So I remember Ava, what, Ava so Gardner. Ava, so Ava Gardner movie where she was in a she was in a nightclub and there Ava was Ava Gardner. Ava Gardner was in a nightclub in Paris and this saxophone player was playing the most beautiful saxophone mm. I have ever heard in my life. Do you know the film? He doesn't uh, remember. I don't remember. Anybody, I don't Remember the name of the film. I will get information for everybody. I was like, go back to him because we got two minutes. Go. Wait, you know, wait. I was just going to say, so when you're, one, of the, one of the things. Wait, you, do you ever play sexy saxophone? Everything. Because saxophone sexy. is very sexy to me. It is very sexy. I should have had it out. I could have played you guys a song. I next wish. time. Next we'll time, Jeff. Next time we'll play. Yes. Okay, so tell us a story you were going to tell us. Oh, quick. I was going to say, finishing up us and them. So it was always interesting because what would happen is I'd come out on the stage, and it's a big part with the saxophone. I'd come out, and they used to have this big, this heavy, high wattage spotlight right behind me. And the place would go dark, and they'd hit this spotlight in my, and, and it was just like I looked like I was glowing. But everybody's looking at me this way. But what I would see on the other side is I would see my shadow against the stadium, right? You know, like when you do one of these things. That's fabulous. So I used to sit there and 
play this whole story where it actually make this make and nobody could see it except for me because I was like on the back of the stage. So that's what I loved about us and them. It was fun to do. Well, that. the yeah. next time you come on, I want you to play lazy, sexy, blues. Oh. Saxophone. Okay, that, next, that's next my, you got that, it. That's my thrill. Actually, the life. chat room is all going. They would die if he actually played saxophone. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that's good. I have but more than you... a minute, I grab it, but I can't. It'll take me no, more than a minute to grab it. People out there that don't know what I'm talking about, please. It, this, the movie was with Gregory Peck and Ava Gardner, and they were in Paris in a nightclub, and this black guy was playing sexy, lazy saxophone, the best saxophone I've ever heard, except for Scott. That's right. So. So everybody, listen up. This is Scott Page. You can follow him on Twitter. I am Scott Page. Go to thinkexp.co to find out more about the Think Experience. Like the Facebook page. And before we go, uh, just blow a kiss to B because she's just freaking out. <laughs> there you go. We want to thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show. We'll be in touch. We'll talk to you soon. And we'll see him because he's going to go to right. Rock Against MS with us. And That's Scott. right. I'll be there with that. Thank you for that. And also, I want to thank you guys for having me on the show. First of all, you guys are a blast to talk to. So let, thank let you tell, very let, much. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. You're not a celebrity of mine. You're my friend. I am. I feel like I'm your friend. We could hang out together, really have a We're good going time. against Rock Against MS. I know. We're gonna, I'll meet fun. you finally. And I'm even crazier in person. There you go. <laughs> I got to love it. All right, Scott. Thank right, you thank so much. Thank you very much. Guys, everybody, take care, everybody thanks for tuning Thank in. You so much. Thank you so much for a wonderful Everybody, interview. thanks so much for tuning in. Danielle and Scott from Rock Titan TV, thank you so much. Yay. And we'll see all you guys next week. Bye, everybody. See Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all this outfit.